The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. Do they just sit there and talk about sports? Yes, we do, and anything else that comes up. And guess what? We're going to have fun. It's a Friday, Friday on the Blitz. Diabolical. It's Is a Veritex Community Bank Road Show live from the Heights House Hotel. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Presented by this Saturday showdown between Juan Macias Montiel and Houston's own Jamal Charlo for the WBC Middleweight World Championship. Tickets are available now at ToyotaCenter.com or AXS.com. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Friday, Friday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the shorter timer, uh, Aaron Rabel back in studio, Nick Sharara out here with us at, uh, uh, at the Houston Heights Hotel. And i got to tell you guys, if you uh, want to come hang out at a very cool place, even though it's outside, they got fans, they got all kinds of stuff going on. This is a really cool, eclectic place. Get your butts out here. You want to get in today? Well, don't bother calling because we don't take calls when we're on the road. But you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. At the producer, Nick. Uh, you can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on, well, you can't watch us on Twitch, but you can comment on Twitch. Uh, we will have the Twitch uh, line open. But basically all you will see is Aaron, which is probably all you guys care about anyway. So uh, it's a Friday Friday, man, and we're running out of these Friday Fridays. Let's have some fun today. What's oh, happening, Mr. Hoffman? How goes it, Freddie? It goes great. Uh, the the guys just interviewed Roberto Jimenez, and uh, kind of crazy. I've known Roberto since he was probably nine years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, you got uh, your start grappling, right, before you yeah, got into MMA? Yeah, and his his dad and I... It, it trained together like when when I first started jujitsu. Uh, his dad's name is Raúl Jiménez, and he's a he's like a he's a gym owner now. But he was a uh, a brown belt, or maybe he was a purple belt, and just got his brown belt when I met him. Um, but he was like, besides uh, Makako, who was like the the head dude, he was the he was the baddest dude at the gym, and um, he is the one who kind of taught me about uh, leg locking and made me a dirty, filthy leg locker. So uh, uh, I, I saw him when I walked in. I heard uh, Roberto on the way in, and I hadn't, I hadn't seen Roberto in a long time, but it was good. It, it's crazy to see him, like, as a, a grown man now. <laughs> when, when I met him, uh, he, he, like, him and my son, he was, he was probably nine, and my son was, like, just born. But my son was fascinated by this kid because he would, like, he could climb up ropes and climb up, like, a – just poles, like if they're you know the big poles in the yeah. middle of a gym, he would just shimmy up them, and he was like Mowgli, and uh, and now it turns out he's 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 made something of it. So uh, good to, good to see him, uh, and good to see him on the card. It, it, this is a pretty cool event. So uh, it, you know I, I won't I won't be able to get out there to it, but uh, if you get a chance to watch them, they're they are very fun to watch. Yeah, they uh, uh, and, and actually they, they, you've been hearing their spots all week on the station, but. Uh, they're out here for the weigh-ins today, which is really cool, and the fight's right up the road at uh, White Oak. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance to come out, just one, one thing, because I know some of you guys, some of the blitzers are, can be kind of jerkish sometimes. If you see a guy in shape with tats, don't start a fight. You're going to get taken down. If you see a guy uh, you wearing, will get taken down. wearing a tank top and flip-flops and shorts, today ain't the day to jack with him. That's, yeah. that's sort of the... Uh, that's the official jujitsu uniform is like tank top, shorts, and flip flops. Yeah. Don't 
Don't screw yeah, with there you don't go. don't yeah. screw with that guy. Yeah, that, yeah. That's you know the, what? Uh, Smile at him, shake their hand, buy him a drink, wish him good luck tomorrow. And you might think to yourself, I mean, what's this guy going to do? What my ass? He's wearing flip flops. Yeah, yeah. He probably will. Like, this is just uh, a, he's going to snap your leg off. It could happen. Let, let, let's be honest. So uh, you know, I just PSA you guys when when you come out here, uh, and uh, great event tomorrow too. And of course, the Charlo fight tomorrow. So much happening, and. Uh, just uh, you see what just walked in. A couple guys wearing flip flops and uh, tank uh, tops and shorts. What well, I told you guys, this is the uniform. There you go. This is the uniform. <laughs> this is the jujitsu uh, off the mat uniform. It's universal. So uh, we, uh, when we got here, um, I was like, man, I, I kind of remember when this place was very sketchy. Would be a, a is that the word? It was the Astro Inn, right? Yeah. It, well, it was basically uh, a nice little crack house and with whores and everything else. Nice. And, yeah, which, you know, a little disappointed that that's gone. They ran but, them out of here, huh? Uh, yeah, they have turned this into a really cool, eclectic place. So if you uh, are out and about, come on by. It's 100 West Cavalcade. Uh, very, very easy to get to. And, um, yeah, when, when, when you see it, the, the outside setup, the Space Cowboy Bar... Uh, which is, yeah, it's just kind of my kind of vibe, man. Not gonna lie, it, it, it's just a nice setup. So uh, I've been hanging out here for a little over an hour and just uh, checking it out. And lots of people here, so get your butts out here. Let's have a good time, and you, you might meet a grappler. You, oh, you well, probably you, will. You will meet a grappler. Yeah, just just look for the flip flops. That that's it. <laughs> uh, and, and that event is tomorrow. So uh, you know and. and so you, you've got a lot of choose, lots to choose from tomorrow here in town. Yeah, you got this. Uh, you got the Charlo fight. Uh, you got your Astros. Yeah. By the way, they they kind of put some tag on some ass last night. Yeah, boy, that first inning it was like Altuve reaches on an infield single, and then there's a, a really a, an inexcusable error, and then Michael Brantley goes yard, and it's it's three nothing before you could blink your eye. And just kind of kept rolling from there. So uh, the Astros are they, offensively, specifically, they're in a crazy rhythm right now. And it's you know they they they've uh, here's the crazy thing though. Oakland's not given any ground. Yeah, I know. And I you, wonder you, if you keep looking up and going, ah, they're going to fade at some point. Now they've been playing donkeys, but still they're beating sure. them, and that's not always easy to do. I wonder if we need to maybe. I, I, like we've always said, well, it, the the Astros are going to win the division because they're the best team, and they may be. Maybe we're kind of underselling what the A's are. Maybe the A's are better than we think they are. On paper, they shouldn't be as good as the Astros, but maybe they are. Uh, maybe. I, I still think – I just don't think they can sustain this. And I know I say this every year, and last year, okay, they could sustain it because it was a short season. Yeah, I don't think they can do it for 162. Okay. I really don't. Uh, I mean, but that doesn't mean they suck. It doesn't mean they're not a good team. I just don't think they're on the Astros level over 162 games. Maybe not. And I guess we'll find out because that's the beauty. But of they're it. also playing very well right now. Yeah, and they're they're just not losing. So and, it's hard for the Astros and, to and gain any and, ground. And, and, but but the Astros are in a stretch where they are playing good teams, with the exception of the Rangers. Well, no. Now the Astros are in the stretch where. The White Sox are the only good team they're going to face. Well, that's, like, that's what I mean, but they have been. You go back and look at the last sure. couple of weeks, Red Sox, Padres, Dodgers. Um, you know, the Twins we expected more out of. They're not very good, but uh, you've been winning all those series. I mean, the Blue Jays aren't a joke. You won that series. And really, the Rangers were the only breather team you had there. Yep. Of course, you had to go all out to beat them the first time, but that's all right. It's a win's win. Uh, but after the White Sox, man, they're going to get what the A's have been getting, and the A's are going to get what they've been getting. Let, let's see where they are in a month. Yeah, that that would be my, uh, that'd be my suggestion. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Oh, I just got my first book your room for the World Series of Poker email. Oh, there you go. Oh, can't wait. So, uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of other stuff going on. I heard. Uh, uh, how about how about a game seven? How about that? Yeah, uh, Bucks. Get it right, and now it's it's down to down to one game. I, and obviously in Brooklyn, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping that the other two series go to Game Seven too. 
Yeah, well, as, as and as a, a Suns fan, a new Suns exactly fan. as a diehard Suns fan for three days, we certainly want them yeah, to go because Chris Paul apparently has the Rona. So, you know, you really need that series to go longer because I, I think without, I mean, I, I think either way, especially if there's no Leonard and Donovan Mitchell's banged up, I think the Suns can beat him without Chris Paul. But if it goes seven, then he's probably not missing more than a game or two. I don't think the Suns lose that series if that happens. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Jazz. I, I think the Clippers, they're a mess. And, yeah. and not having Kawhi, like a Paul, yeah, well, a Paul won, George well, led Clippers. They won Clippers. without Kawhi. But. but I'm talking about winning a whole series without Kawhi. Uh, they're so dependent on two guys, and one of them's unreliable in the playoffs, and that's the one you got left. I can't picture it, but the Jazz, I think. But the Jazz, We've underrated all year. Well, but, but – that's because when they get the playoffs, they do the same thing. That, that's why I can't totally get behind them winning this series. Uh, you mean the same thing that the Suns and the Clippers always do? Yes. All, all those teams are the same. Exactly, all- and that, that's my point. That's why I'm not going to exactly say, oh, well, the Jazz should win this because you know, the Jazz are very capable of becoming the Jazz. Yeah. And, uh, and they've been impressive all year. It's just, you know, to me, it's like, what do you, it, to me, they're the James Harden Rockets. What are you going to do in the playoffs? Yep. And... You know, go out and get it. Don't let Paul George beat you. Paul George can't beat anybody in the playoffs. But uh, Sixers, Hawks, you got and Jazz Clippers. So uh, I, I would say, good chance one of them goes seven. I don't think they both will. Uh, I'm going to go. I, I think the Sixers almost certainly go seven. Think they're going to win in, in Atlanta? I think they will. Okay. And if they don't, then they should be ashamed of themselves, and they need to really figure something out. Uh, but then, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have high hopes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you at the end of the day. I'm not sure what the Jazz do. I, I think the Jazz are the. They've got the best chance of beating Phoenix, but they are kind of a mess right now. And I can't imagine Chris Paul missing more than two games in that series. I can't either. Um, and I. I well, with the Rona, I mean, then he'll come back and he'll hurt his hamstring or something. Well, yeah, now that, to be fair, there's a good chance that that happens. Because that's Chris Paul life. Yeah, but if, if he's healthy, I, I, don't see, I don't see the Jazz or the Clippers beating him. If he plays five games in that series, or if he's available for five games. Yeah. Because I think they can win one without him. Um, and that's a, that's a good basketball team that's playing really well. A little other basketball news. Uh, Mavericks coach gone. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess there's all, there's just a mess there right now, basically. Oh, they hired Dirk to kind of come in and be the, you know, Listen, consultant. The, the job now is to make Luca happy. That's the job. That's everybody's focus. Make sure Luca wants to stay. That's really all they've got going right now. And and that's that's the goal that you should have. You want to re-sign him. So do what makes him happy. And there's been some sort of tension, I guess, between. Uh, between Luca and and Rick Carlisle, and apparently they felt like this was a good time to go ahead and end that. Uh, Luca's a little upset that Donnie Nelson's gone. Okay, well let let's let's have Rick go. And Rick had two years left on his deal; didn't have to leave. I yeah, mean, I, I don't know if they fired him, and he but or they. Uh, well, just, there was a lot of rumors that he wanted the Celtics job, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe he, so. He resigned, and they kind of with all the turmoil, they were okay with him leaving. Yeah, uh, but and we'll have to see. I mean, if he doesn't take the Celtics job, then it's going to make less sense. But if he does, then you're like, okay, I kind of get that. But I think I think he's a good coach, man, and I, I you know, I think he has that team. He had it reminds me a little of the Maury situation, a little bit. Yeah, like, uh, more Maury. Everyone was convinced that like uh, that somehow Tillman got a good deal by getting rid of Daryl Morey, and then but Daryl Morey knew he already had a job, so he didn't, right. he didn't care. Right. He didn't care. All right, guys, I have to tell you about Four Roses Bourbon. You know what Sunday is? Father's Day. And you know what? If you just kept putting it off and putting it off, here's what I need you to do. Like on your way home from work tonight or tomorrow, you can still do it tomorrow. You can last minute this thing. Go to your specs, go to your liquor store, and get Four Roses Small Batch. And if you can get the Small Batch Select, that's even better. And give it to your dad and say, hey, dad, this is how much I care about you. Happy Father's Day. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to look at that and say, wow. This is the coolest thing ever. I don't even know that you waited until Friday or Saturday to get me a gift because I love Four Roses because that's what guys do. If you drink bourbon, you love Four Roses. And the cool thing you can do, 
How about this? Go to fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer, and they've got all kinds of great uh, cocktail, uh, basically cocktails for you. So pepper, spices, ginger beer. Put something together. Mix them up a nice drink. You'll look like a mixologist. You'll really impress Dad. Dad will be happy, and you guys will love it. Father's Day, reward your dad with Four Roses Bourbon or FourRosesBourbon.com. Love Four Roses. Your dad will, too. FourRosesBourbon.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from the Heights House Hotel. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by this Saturday showdown between Juan Macias Montiel and Houston's own Jamal Charlo for the WBC Middleweight World Championship. Tickets are available now at toyotacenter.com or AXS.com. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And... And we are back on the Blitz, 713-780-ESPN is your number out here at the Houston Heights Hotel. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a little misleading to just say that because uh, it's got a nice outdoor bar, which is covered, and fans. So it actually is very nice. Yeah. And uh, a really cool, eclectic inside bar. So come on out here. And uh said all the Third Coast guys are here for, for weigh-ins. So it's, it's uh, really happening, man. And cool place. I, I uh, really glad they brought us out here. So, um, I have some NFL for you. Want to do that? Yeah. The comeback player of the year favorites. Ooh. Which I, I'm, I'm. You're really good at these games. I'm gonna get. There's five of them on the list. I am guessing you will get four of them minimum. Uh, okay, Saquon Barkley. Uh, number two on the list. Congratulations. Carson Wentz. Eh. No? No, you are incorrect. Strike one. Uh, uh, number one will be Dak Prescott, Dakota. Uh, Dakota is number one on the list. So you've got one and two. Who else could be a big contender? Who were the other uh, big injuries a year ago? Um... Hmm. I'm drawing some blanks, Fred, I must say. Ooh. All right, well, I'll give you a hint. One of them you were really stumping for to be part of a trade. Um. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. I forgot about him. I like to call him Cristiano McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, I just call him Christoph. Yeah, but he's number four on the list. Uh, the other two quarterbacks? No. Neither one is a quarterback. Okay, that's your last hint. I'm, I'm being way. Too I'm gonna have to give up. I don't. I don't know the. Oh, answer really? Okay. Uh, so Nicholas Bosa does not uh, do anything for I you. I didn't think about him. No. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. No, he ain't. He ain't winning that that prize. Why not? What if he's healthy? I think the three guys you mentioned are the three most likely candidates. The three guys that we got early, like Dak, McCaffrey, Saquon. It's uh, probably going to be Dak. Uh, yeah, it, but you're also assuming the three of them stay healthy again. That is, they true. are all all coming off bad injuries, and and you know you know how it goes. Sometimes you, you have a really bad injury, even if you're healthy, you compensate other ways. You get injured again. Yeah, you injure something else. But yeah, I think those should be the favorites. So seven one three seven what seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. So apparently on uh, the Twitch they're talking about people doing fireball that that's never a good idea shots are shots are kind of how the night ends as far as i'm concerned if you if if i do a shot forget it that's it fireball i used to like that because i like cinnamon sure but now like for some reason i've lost my taste for sweets and it's too sweet and it kind of makes me sick 
Okay. So. Well, they're I mean, brought up because we're doing a me. special happy hour during the breaks on Twitch since you guys are out. Oh, really? So, what, so what are you drinking, Aaron? Uh, I took during the first break. I took a shot of this butterscotch schnapps that is in the plastic of all plastic bottles, and uh, I, I grabbed that out of AJ's office yesterday, and also this mango cream liqueur, which is probably going to make me throw up at some point. But uh, I'll be taking that next break. Okay, uh, so is there like a specific shot for each break? No, just those two. I just grabbed two of the grossest sounding things out of the. Oh no, you got to do more than that. Was you got to do more than shot. two. Hey, what, what the hell? If you're doing a happy hour, it's got to be more than two shots. You got to do at least five, and then throw up during late hits. I'm not doing late hits, so oh, I need to be able to drive. Better. Yeah, you need to have a shot every break until five thirty. Yeah, no, I'm, I will. I need to be able to drive at seven. I know that's why you're stopping at five thirty. <laughs> I have Dude, a I've long been a, drive I, home. Yeah, I know. I've been around you enough. I know that you could do six shots and then stop for an hour and a half, and you're fine. We'll see. I'm definitely committed to at least two, and I've see, got beer is, here with me. This is where AJ usually shames him into doing it. Like, why do I have to be the guy shaming him all the time? I'm not looking to shame anybody. I'm not trying to get anybody to uh, over, that, over-consume. This is the whole well, short This is also, thing. I'm doing a voluntary uh. happy hour, volunteering a happy hour with our Twitchers because... You know, you guys are out, so there's nobody to talk to, so they get me every break. So some way of enticing them to go to Twitch and hang out with me, because I'm not as exciting as you, is that I'll take bad shots for, uh, for the first hour. So maybe I'll do four. One okay. per break. All right, let's compromise. I say six, you say four, you do five. We'll see about that. Stop at 515. I, I mean, it's not, not like I'm asking you to take... Like a full cup shot, you know, like a, like a regular shot, like the little blue line on those things. Yeah, but you can go ask Twitch. Uh, the first shot I took of that butterscotch stuff, it was about, it was a double. I, I have a heavy hand. Okay, four. now that's on, that's on you. That's not my fault. I mean, that, that is totally on you. All right, I'll take bitch shots the rest of the way, and we'll call it five. Hmm. <laughs> All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. If you want to get in, be happy to uh, uh, take your texts. We will not take your calls. Somebody asked, what about Derwin James's comeback player of the year? Nope. Nah. Not important enough. Hmm. Not enough people care. Sorry. So we, we have a, a new Twitcher who's basically the old Twitcher that I, I blocked from my account. Uh-huh. Like, he can't figure out that I know who he is, so I'm blocking him again. I'm not using Twitch today, by the way. Okay. I, 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 I'm pretty close to ditching Twitch for a while just because of stuff like that. It's like, you know, you can block a guy and then you can go get another name and come back. Yeah. Uh, and so I have to keep blocking. Um, but I also think that the Twitch community is the best one we have out of all the social medias. So, and a hell of a lot better than the textures, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, it is. You want to be able to interact with people. You want to be able to have conversations, and and trolls bleep that up. You know that that's all they do. It's like let's disrupt things. Uh, I don't like people like you. Uh, frankly, I want people like you to get. Uh, you know what I want you to do? Uh, I want you to come on like you're coming out here, but pull over on 45 on the side of the road like you have a problem, and then I want you to try to walk during rush hour. I want you to try to walk across 45. <laughs> That, that's what I want to see. It seems harsh, but okay. Uh, you know, hey, if, if, if you're not a horrible human being, God will protect you. Yeah. But if you are the uh, stupid uh, Aussie word troll that you come off on as Twitch, then uh, hopefully it'll be an 18-wheeler so it's quick. Maybe, maybe like a panel truck. You don't want it to be like a Kia. You, you might survive that. A Mitsubishi, a Mitsubishi Mirage. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the kind of economy car that I can't get from Enterprise Rent-A-Car right now. Oh, well, good luck on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really think, uh, you know, I honestly believe that, that that's where you belong. Hey, how's the golf looking, Aaron? Can we do a, an update next uh, segment? Yep, we will. I was just totaling up everything. Uh, my team just sucks. But, awesome. Uh, you guys are well, both looking in good shape so far. Well, there we go. You want to chop? <laughs> Take 10 bucks from Aaron? Yeah, but see, then you're going to claim that as a win? Well, no, no. Yeah, hey, you I got am, a grand slam I'm, to I'm win. I'm going no. for the grand no, slam, no, I, yeah. I'm not even going to let you do it because no, you're right. you have a grand slam to win. 
And I have a grand slam to disrupt. Yeah, it's, it's true. Bad yeah. time to chop. Which is really all I care about. Yeah, we, we can, we, if, I, if I beat you this time, we can chop the last one okay. when we get to this point. So, uh, and, and just take 10 bucks each of Aaron's money. Uh, all right, guys, I have to tell you about new breaks because they're not going to take a whole bunch of your money. In fact, they're going to save you a bunch of money. How about 20 to 50% off of what you would pay at a shop or a dealer on average? And the great thing about them is they come to you. So, you know what? I, I, if I needed my brakes done and I had my car here and, and hadn't gotten a ride over, they could come out here and do it. They can come to your office and do it. That's what they do. You don't have to go into the dealership. And if you go to newbrakes.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, mention ESPN, 10% off your service. How about that? On top of what you're already saving with them, which is a bunch. And great people. Everybody who's used them says the same thing. And I get all kinds of testimonials from people. Just had new brakes installed on my mom's car. They were reasonable. Thanks for letting me know. I'll never use anybody else. These are all blitzers, just like you guys. So go to newbrakes.com. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. They're going to get back to you right away with a surprise-free repair quote. And uh, they're going to learn more about what you need. And they're going to come out there and they're going to take care of it. Newbreaks.com. Mention ESPN. 10% off your service. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. Swagged out. Familiar, we bringing them gas out. I still got some racks stuffed in the trap house. Off the 42, I'm f***ed out. I'm back on my ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from the Heights House Hotel. This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by Third Coast Grappling. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, welcome back. Uh, We are at the Heights House Hotel. Our... Cavalcade right off 45. 100 West Cavalcade. Oh, that's the address. Yeah, Look and we're you, here until 7, it. and then they're having the, the weigh-ins after that. So uh, a lot going on here, and we're giving away gift cards to Rudy's, El Tiempo, Casa de Brazil, so uh, uh, Charisma Car Wash gift cards. So if you're out here, we got gift cards for pretty much everything. We can get you fat, or we can get your car washed. Pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, if you haven't... Uh, if you haven't been out here recently, if you were out here before, probably not your place now because, I mean, you're probably just getting out of prison. But now, I mean, this place is badass. So definitely worth coming and checking out. They've done a really nice job with it. And uh, I was talking to one of the owners earlier and about how they really wanted to redo this place and reinvent it because they're from this neighborhood, and they did a great job with it. So there you have it. Um. 713-780-ESPN. Uh, did you see the Celtics trade today? I did see that, and, it, and it's kind of weird that that stuff happens when there's, like, Game 7s happening. You would think the NBA yeah, would you, say, like, I, all I, right. I don't think – I never remember trades happening right now. I don't either, but I guess they got to get ready for the draft. Like, as the draft lottery approaches and stuff, they want to uh, yeah. they want to have all their ducks in a row. And that draft lottery is next week, so we'll find out if the, Ash, or if the Rockets are a sad organization or a happy one. They're going to be sad. I mean, it's Houston, right? Yeah. There's only one way this can go. It's probably going to be. Well, I mean, they've, they've had the number one pick a couple times, uh, and it's worked barely out. Barely in your lifetime, pal. Yeah, tw- twice in my lifetime. Okay. so Worked out both times. You were alive in 84? Yeah. Okay. Nick wasn't. Uh, Nick, were you alive in 84? He was one. He that was doesn't barely count. alive. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. You're one-year-old. That, yeah. And actually, technically, you're kind of zero. Until you turn one, <laughs> it's, you know, that's, that's uh, so no. I mean, it just, it, it was decades ago. It's just like people still count the 95 championship and say, oh, the Rockets won two championships. Yeah. Uh, how many of you were actually alive for those? Nick was five. Come on. Yeah. You know. So. I was 14 and 15, or 13 and 14 when they won the championships. So, so yeah, you were more worried about chicks and basketball back then. Uh, no. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. I was getting, it, was, it was a transition phase from where I really cared about sports and stuff to where I really started caring about boobs more. Uh, that, was, that was around that time. But I didn't really, like, I didn't really turn my back on sports until I started having full-on relations. Uh, so I was still a sports guy then. It's just once, once that other stuff started happening, and that, that happened post-13, 14-year-old me. Right. Uh, I wasn't that early of a bloomer. Uh, but that's when I, I, I really kind of ch- – my, my focus changed. I think I was 12. Like I, I, all I cared about until I was 12 years old was sports. And then I kind of had my first female experience. And then after that, all I cared about was women, weed, rock and roll. That was it. Oh, and Dungeons and Dragons. But we don't, we don't talk about that because that's a little embarrassing. That's all right. Yeah. Wait, you got laid, I mean, the you other got laid three, when you were 12? I, I, I mean, technically that's illegal. So, well, I, well, I think the statute. She's 18. Well, I don't want to get her in trouble. I don't think. I, yeah, I think the statute. I think she passed. was 17. What? Yeah. Why have you never told me this before? I, I, you so know, you were twelve years old, and you your first sexual relationship was with a seventeen year old woman, a well, woman, right? Well, I mean, she was a girl, a girl. Yeah, okay. I don't know if she, you'd call her a woman. Was she like a senior in high school? She was a junior. She might have got hold, held back a year. Okay, I mean, I mean, she couldn't have been that smart to be going out with me, right? With a twelve year old, like going out with you? Like, did you guys but, go on dates, it, well, or did not, you just like we 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 partied together a lot? But when I was twelve, you were I partying at twelve, like dude, I looked like I was sixteen. She didn't know I was twelve. It's not her fault. What? Yeah. Wow. I'm that, that blows my mind, Fred. Uh, I, well, when I was twelve, like I said, I looked like I was sixteen or seventeen. But then I looked the same way for like five years. I never really changed. Did you, did you hit puberty at twelve? Is that what happened? Oh yeah. You became a man. Actually, it was like probably one, late late eleven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, it, my, the change happened for me. I think when I was thirteen, but I like the right on the uh, the the summer between my eighth grade and ninth grade years when uh, my growth spurt happened, and I grew like six inches over a summer, and I spent all of ninth grade like aching. My body just felt like I'd been in a car wreck because I'd grown six inches over the summer. Uh, but yeah. It, Getting uh, getting late at twelve that that was off the radar for your boy here. I, that wasn't happening for me. Well, it that was really, like seventh grade for me. Yeah, yeah. That was like I, I was like that was seventh grade. I was finally like making out with chicks sometimes and maybe going under the shirt, but I, I definitely was not getting laid at twelve. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot more to it. I mean, I was well, we both stoned as hell in a swimming pool and. Like I didn't even realize what was happening because I was a dumb young kid. So your your first time you you lost your virginity in a swimming pool. Yeah, boy, that's another thing. I feel like the idea of swimming pool sex sounds cool. It's so difficult in reality, like to make it work. It's it's not as easy as I'll it be sounds. honest. I don't know if it worked or not. I just know that okay. Do you think maybe you made love to her thigh gap? Maybe Is that possible. Maybe could have been uh, between you know the area on the back of her knee. I don't know. But it got the job done. Hmm. Whose pool was it? A uh, friend of mine's. Oh, some friend you are. Well, at least it wasn't the community pool. No, no, it was a well, private that, pool. That would have been hotter. Hmm. Like sneak in at night and then just, yeah. Yeah, I, there's a lot more to it that I'm not going to get into. Why? Well, I, that seems selfish, but okay. Eh, well, I mean, it's a good story either way, I uh, suppose. Yeah, I, but, you know, it's it's just one of those. I, honestly, I I don't remember any of it at all, except later on her telling me that it happened. Oh, I remember all 42 seconds of my uh, first well, time. And, and I guarantee it wasn't 42 seconds. It was maybe 18 seconds. But I, I, I don't know, because we had been smoking weed all afternoon. And, yeah, that's where it went. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's... You're, you're, that, no wonder you're all messed up, Fred. You were basically assaulted at a young age. I'm not messed up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like the most balanced dude you know. I don't know about that. I got, I got no issues. Like, like if, if I went to a psychiatrist, I'd be like, okay, you tell me what your problem is because I ain't got any. 
you got it all figured out. Yeah. yeah. You're like the Texans. No, no. I'm, I'm like the Patriots when they had Brady. Oh, okay. Or the Chiefs. But, no, I, mean, I, I, got, I, got, life, I got life gamed, man. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have any deep-seated issues from a 17-year-old assaulting me. Uh, IOT said, that's a penthouse forum story, Fred's first professional writing. I guess I should have written that for penthouse forum. Probably, you know, add, you know, but then if you're writing it for a forum, you have to add more details. You have to embellish. I mean, writing is not, especially if you're doing something like that, you've got you to make it more interesting. Like she had a penis or something. I, she I, did? No, she didn't. I'm just oh. saying if I were writing it. I've got changes the story. That, is that the detail you were leaving no, out? No, 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 no. But uh, you've got to come up with something different, right? If you're going to do it for Penthouse Forum, because Penthouse Forum isn't just going to take a story about a 12 year old kid saying he got laid in a pool. Okay, because he was high and, and doesn't remember it and doesn't. Well, I don't think they would pu- publish a story about a 12 year old kid getting laid anyway. Oh, back then, is I that, think that uh, would be in, crime in the uh, 70s. That was okay. Oh, okay. That was accepted. I don't remember this as long as it was a guy. Okay. Yeah, if it's a girl, it's a problem. Guy, not so much. Yeah, think about that. If you would have been the 17-year-old boy losing your virginity to a 12-year-old girl. Oh, you're all, going to prison. Yeah, we'd think you were the worst person in the world. And, yeah, you would have been. And here we are. I'm thinking of you as like a guy who uh, was basically assaulted by this woman. Well, are you sure you don't want her to get in trouble? No, no, I don't. Because, I, to be honest, to this day, I can't be sure it actually happened. Because... Like I said, I smoked a lot of weed that day and actually had some alcohol at the age of 12. That, that, those are not good things for memory, right? And that was 40-something years ago. So, yeah, I, I can barely remember the... Do we not have another headset? Uh, yeah, yeah, hop on that, Nick. I, w- I want to get your thoughts on this, uh, this conversation. Why don't you put that all the way over there? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to need it here in a minute anyway, yeah, so right. this, this will be good to set it up. Uh, great. Nick's now giving this one a raise. Are, are you surprised at this story, Nick? I am a little bit just because of the age factor for sure. I mean, 12 years old? Is that not when you got started? No. No. Miles probably. Because you're a ladies man. 16 probably. Okay. But, I mean, it was late 12. I was almost 13. <laughs> it was like November, and I, my birthday's December. Does that make it any better? No, What are you doing really. in a pool in November? That's insane. I, it, we live in Houston, pal. I mean, almost every month you can get in a pool. I guess that's Except true. Except for that one week in February this year where we, all, we couldn't get in the pool because it was an ice rink. Yeah. Wow. I'm just blown away by this. Story. I mean, I wish I was that lucky at 12. I don't know that it was lucky. Did you, ha- did, did you only have sex with that girl one time yeah. ever? Yes. Yeah. I assume if, you, if you're if you 12 and you uh, try to and make was, love to a lady, she's never going to want to do it again because it's going to be, like, really bad Well, for especially her. if you're both so stoned that you barely know what you're doing yeah. in a pool. I didn't know you were smoking that early. Oh, I God. Get, dude, I I get, what smoking. time did you start smoking? Probably about the same time. 16? 16. No, oh. at the same time I lost my virginity. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel I, – I had my first joint at 8. Oh, what? there's no after, way. After a football game for the Lamarck Tigers. Uh, How do you get that? By the way, we won the state championship that year. And, uh, when you were 8? Yeah. yeah. I, eight, 8 and 9, we won the state championship, and I was high after every game because we would always smoke weed afterwards. What a loser. <laughs> what are you talking about, loser? <laughs> a state champ, You're bitch. a pothead. I was state champ and weed yeah, smoker. that's uh. That's insane. Yeah, I, I was probably around 16 for me, I think, is when I started smoking. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I maybe 15. I, I kind of grew up without a lot of parental guidance because my parents got divorced about then. Well, I did too. And, and that's when I took up weed. I, my, my dad got remarried to a much younger woman, and uh, they had babies, like when I was in high school. So they didn't have time to parent me. They were worried about babies. Yeah, but that's high school. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking six years before that. Yeah, I didn't uh, – yeah, that, that was uh, – I was an easy kid to deal with but by at 12. Like, I, I don't know that I was doing anything really Well, you just independent? 12. You didn't really need anybody? Is that why? Me or Fred? No, you. At 12? I mean, like, like you didn't need parenting is what you said. I didn't get, I didn't get a stepmom until I was in eighth grade. So, I, like, I was – it was just me and my dad for a long time. And, like – a lot of my life, I lived in hotels. 
uh, because my dad worked in the oil field and like wherever they would send him, like they, he would just stay in a hotel and we would it, like. I had I, no idea about this. Like I would just, just go down you. and like order order from the hotel restaurant and charge it to the room, whatever I wanted. It was like uh, I lived in a hotel my entire eighth grade year, and I like. I used to have the hotel shuttle van, the Marriott van, take me to and from school, <laughs> and like I would invite people to my, I'd invite people over, and they could like we, I'd be like, what do you want to do? You want to go? Uh, you want to go lift weights? You want to go in the pool? You want to go in the sauna? You want to go in the uh, the jacuzzi? What are you What are you up for? So I had all this stuff like that. Uh, you know, it was, it was a pretty cool setup. Oh, you want some food? Let's get some food. You want some mozzarella sticks? Let's go. That's a unique lifestyle. It as is, a kid. yeah. And then I got a bitch stepmom, and it ruined everything. <laughs> It was terrible. Yeah, see, it was it was my dickweed stepdad that ruined everything for me. Well, so that happens. Yeah. All right, it, let's it, get a break, and then we're <laughs> we're gonna talk with the uh, with with the head the head honcho here of this third coast grappling on the other side of the break. Uh, get an idea what what we can expect tomorrow night. Uh, it's the Blitz uh, from Heights House Hotel on ESPN 975. Ah, and I know why. Turn- oh. Yeah. yeah. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're, li- you're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from the Heights House Hotel. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by this Saturday showdown between Juan Macias Montiel and Houston's own Jamal Charlo for the WBC Middleweight World Championship. Tickets are available now at toyotacenter.com or AXS.com. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz, live out here at the Heights House Hotel. And I got to tell you guys, this is a badass place. And uh, Third Coast is going to do their weigh-ins right after our show. And you do? You, uh, are you guys doing the weigh-ins here? Yes, sir. All right, uh, David Martinez, who is the CEO of Third Coast Grappling, uh, joins us on the program. And what do you guys number your events? How, how deep into the Third Coast Grappling game are we now? So we've done a number of events uh, during. COVID, we had a Kumite, which is a smaller platform. Yep. So that got away from our numbered events. This one is going to be Third Coast Grappling 7. Okay. So that's where we're at. And is this, I mean, obviously the, it's, the, the big draw apparently is there's like a, a tournament, right? Like a, a tournament, a, a, cash prize tournament. An eight-man tournament, is that it? And what, what uh, weight is it at? 185. Okay. It's our middleweight tournament. Now, how do you how do you decide who gets to be in this? Who like is there a ranking system? How's it work for you guys? So originally, we've transitioned through different platforms as far as like from Flow Grappling to Fight Pay Per View. Now, a new partner of ours. Um, there was a ranking system that we've acknowledged through the IBJJF system, sure, but um, also through other platforms. Um, and through our, our events as well, you know, our reigning champions, our top competitors, um, up-and-comers. We've got uh, some new talent coming out of Brazil, Micah Galvão. Um, he was a last-minute last um, fill-in, and, man, um, honestly, it's going to be fire. Really excited, young, talented, uh, young man out of Brazil. Now, what's the, uh, what, what's the rule set here? Is it, I'm guessing this is a no-gi competition, right? It is. It's been very popular, no-gi. I mean... There's a lot of discrimination between gi and no gi. Uh, obviously, no gi is very popular. It's a little more aggressive style uh, in order to score points, in order to pass guards. There's less stalling. For sure. Yeah, a lot more wrestling, too. Yeah, yeah. Things, so. so it's a... It's, it's more it, entertaining. For, for TV purposes, it's certainly, you know, more... more it's not... Not to say that the straight jiu-jitsu is, is boring somehow, but... It can be, certainly, for, for viewers. Uh, in the contemporary setup of normal jiu-jitsu tournaments, um, it can be very confused with almost a karate tournament in your pajamas, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it could be really oriented around a point system, uh, which can be very lackluster. So when I started jiu-jitsu, and this was in, I, I, God, I don't, I don't even know exactly. I want to say 2011, maybe. Uh, the I, when I was a white belt, I got taught leg locking, wow. and I That's was told good. that it's it, like in 2011 it was very frowned upon. Yeah. And I did a lot of grappling tournaments, and I won a lot of tournaments with just leg locking. Yeah. And now I, I watch some I watch some of these grappling events. If you're not a leg locker, 
you're not even in, you're not even in the game. How much have you seen the 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 leg locking go from basically like the devil's tool yeah. to where now it's it's in everybody's bag, right? Com- complete flip flop. Yeah, I mean it's um, from heel hooks, toe holds, knee bars, um, even in different settings. Um, from Nogi and even to like these regular promotional style stuff, they're you know reaping, trying to protect it. I mean, there's there's rules for a reason, right? But um, entertaining wise, in, in a real more scrappy fight, we're we're trying to bypass those and say uh, let's let's fight, you know, so let's, yeah. let's let's put everything on the table. And they're legitimate uh, positions and legitimate submissions. And um, for sure, if you if you're not aware of leg locks and all things below the waist, you're behind. For sure. So the the eight guys that are in this tournament how, are they seated somehow or is it a uh, how did you guys decide who who was going with who in the first round was there a random draw how'd that work so Ryan our, our president really the face of our company he he's the matchmaker he's kind of like the uh, artistic very in depth he does all the matchmaking right yeah. so um as far as some of the guys that are there we have local talent y'all spoke to roberto Jimenez a little earlier we have uh pedro marino which is um uh out of west chase gracie baja we have a few different guys that are here and we try to i guess try to put it in in, in the best terminology is we're trying to make it the most entertaining event yeah. so um we have Pedro, which is a tough, scrappy, like they call the pohala, like the, the, the just fight mentality yeah. going with a pat down. Like, it's, it's, it's like oil and water a little bit in the sense of, like, these guys are, oh, I'm going to debunk jiu-jitsu, right? Pat's, like, talking crap, right? And Pedro is just scrappy. So, like, those two, we could save them for the end, but we put them right up in the front because it's going to be fire. And that's the whole idea is part of third coast grappling is um not just based for a tournament setup even though it's we're doing an eight-man tournament and kind of you know stamped that as one of our flagship you know um uh promotions is it's all about entertainment as well we want to draw not just the jujitsu crowd we want to people when you have people that that want to be entertained we want to cross cross those those borders that's the goal how much uh did did covid affect what you guys were doing as a company Man, COVID was tough. It was tough on everyone. It was tough on us, too. We were one of the only and first promotions to open back up and start doing stuff. Uh, you know, put masks on, try to do what we what we could, put some waivers. It was, it was a tough time, um, you know, speaking. But at the same time, even though maybe for everyone, all business, a little financially strapped in general, trying to be conservative, not knowing what's going on, it kind of funneled some, some athletes our way, and it, it worked a little bit in our favor. When you have other promotions that are completely shut down in different states and can't do anything, and yeah. you have all these athletes yeah. like itching to compete, we we did okay as far as we had super talented guys consistently there for all the Kumites, and it was a little bit easier on us to get those talent because there was nothing else open. So it seems like I mean, obviously, the guys who do MMA and their big goal is to get to the UFC, get to the highest level. Is it sometimes hard to get those guys to sit, to like, hey, lock in and focus on a grappling event? and Or, or do you find that there's some MMA guys who, who are good enough to compete with guys who do grappling full-time? There are some. Um, I, I, would, I would agree that it's hard to pull away from, from MMA and go to jiu-jitsu. Uh, we, we definitely see a big, a big push in MMA for, for even more jiu-jitsu. Uh, you can see whenever you get a really good – tough guy on the ground that knows jiu-jitsu compared to someone else like we watched adesanya uh a few times and i saw his growth through he's with atos uh watched his last fight and like man you know you can tell his growth with jiu-jitsu was i really feel like if he didn't go out uh his previous fight with blankovich and and get a little bit stunned by the, yeah. the grappling getting taken down and saw and went back to his camp like hey you know this could be a weak spot i really feel like his, his latest fight uh could have been a different story yeah, but uh, I think I think jujitsu and, it, and, and, it, and it's and it's. Um... Well, outside of the eight man middleweight tournament tomorrow, and it's a fifteen thousand dollar cash prize yes, for the sir. winner, right? And then ever is there like a runner up prize, or is it winner so, takes so, all? So there is. We've been working on that format for both the the company and for the athlete. Um, so the format is: you win, you win money. Yeah. Right? So you have it tiered. First, so you got three wins, right? So three wins to the fifteen thousand. The first win. Fifteen hundred, the second win thirty five hundred, 
the last one 10k prize gotcha. so that way it's not just you know you came out here you fought hard you won one you won two and you go home with nothing you know so we're trying to be fair to the athletes as well so and that's that's what really drives the cash prize the cash prize brings in the athletes but third coast we have the athletes in mind as well we want we really want to uh, continue to build the athletes up to where we can mainstream this, you know, and in order to make a career out of it, it's tough. Most, most grapplers, um, they don't have any money, you know, yeah. most. There's some out there that have the sweetheart deals and got the family ties or maybe a big school behind them, um, but that's not everybody. So if we could, in order to mainstream this, you have to be able to put some money behind it and put a career behind it, and that way we can start building up stuff like this, you know, relationship with you guys, relationship with other people, and start promoting this on a bigger platform. Uh, so it's at White Oak Music Hall. Tell people how they can get tickets and how, or how they can order it on the pay-per-view. It's a so, very affordable pay-per-view, by the way. Yes, for sure. And that's the idea. Uh, pay-per-view is a new platform for us coming from our previous provider. Uh, go to Fight uh, Pay-Per-View. You can go on the Fight app. And you can buy it on there. Um, from here, we also got it in Brazil at a discounted price in order because the I believe that I'm going to butcher this day AI I forget the their currency there um, <laughs> is significantly more. Last time we checked, it was like seven times the dollar. So going out there, I don't want them to pay like a U.S. dollar worth a hundred and something dollars for you know a grappling event. We want to include them. We've been really looking and trying to you know extend that welcoming arm to Brazil and uh, keep them in mind. Other than that. Um, Tickets at the door, tickets online, like we talked about. Uh, some of the athletes had some some paper tickets available, um, but those are the, the main few ways to go and get your tickets. All right, man. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great show. Uh, and, again, if you can't be there in person, check it out on pay-per-view. Appreciate the time, man, and uh, best of luck tomorrow and, and going forward. It's going to be fire. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on. All right. I got to tell you guys about Carbach. Uh, I don't know. I haven't gone and checked the beer menu here. I'm guessing you could probably get yourself a Carbach here. It's you can get yourself a Carbach damn near anywhere. But uh, guys, if the best place to do it is of course at the brewery itself. Uh, they've they've got tons of beers on tap there. All the all the mainstays, the you know the the Love Street, the uh, the the Crawford Bach, all that stuff. They got all that great stuff, as well as some beers that you can't find anywhere else maybe in the world some beers that are only exclusive to the restaurant you can have yourself a great meal at the time and uh guys it's a uh, it's just a, a fun place to take the take the family take a take a date and or, or whatever all right follow them on facebook instagram and twitter uh and you'll see all the details on the brewery on the restaurant everything that's going on there uh you'll you'll find out what new beers are coming out they've got some coming out all the time right now and when you're out and about this weekend, make sure you grab yourself some Carbot. ESPN. Seven.